Welcome back. I hope something great happens to you today. On this week's episode of Swiping Sunday, Mike Dahlia and I sit down to talk about all things dating. From horror stories and romance to stereotypes and cliches, we make sure to unpack the male and female perspectives. And at the end of our conversation, we even end up reacting to some of the polls that you've been voting on recently. So enjoy and let us know what you think. We've probably hung out like a handful of times, but I think every single time I'm dying fucking laughing. So I hope that that's what's going to happen for my listeners. Uh, Me too. And John, shout out to John Chan. He Mm -hmm. suggested that you should be on for dating horror stories. So (laughs) I'm assuming you have some really bad dating experiences. Who doesn't? Let's be real. (laughs) Very true. What's like the worst dating experience you've had? There's a bunch. Um, the first one that comes to your mind when someone says dating horror story. <laughs> uh, probably the most recent one when oh, I uh, a met COVID a one. Recent is in like the past two years or oh. year. That's technically most recent dating experience. It was no almost... horror story. The most. Oh, recent oh okay. <laughs> I was like, come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I don't even know if I, we ever spoke about this, but no. So I met uh, a while ago. I was on Tinder. Have you been on Tinder for your quarantine? No, because it's absolutely scary. It's so terrifying. I mean, that's a whole other topic. Well, that's another yeah. thing, right? Girls on Tinder. How does that... Because I'm assuming, have you been on an app of some sort? I'm on Hinge, but I've literally, I downloaded Tinder and deleted it within the same day because I got disgusting messages, like left, right, and center. It was disgusting. Yeah, you kind of lose all humanity when you go through uh, Tinder. <laughs> I feel like Tinder is like, not all, obviously, if you're on it, I think you're great, but... Tinder is mainly, I feel like, very forward, let's fuck, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's typically Hail Mary plays, like, all day. Just, oh my God. hey, where are you? <laughs> what time is it? What so time are we in? Um, <laughs> no, but I met, I met a lady on Tinder mm-hmm. who was legit fresh off the boat from Spain. Okay, that could be Not fun. Like, right, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, damn, fucking foreign girl. Who doesn't want that play? Everyone loves the foreigners. Or so I thought. Well, then, I don't know. Have you ever dated anyone uh, from a different country? Not a U.S. Yeah. native? My, like, long-term ex was from London. Ooh. Well, we Ooh. might have to dig into that. That sounds <laughs> that sounds a lot better than mine. But anyways, oh, uh, so I met this girl on Tinder. I was like, oh, where are you from? She's like, Seville. And this is all on Tinder. So I'm, like, trying. I'm like, all right, I'm Googling Seville. I'm like, where the hell? <laughs> uh, Spain. All right. Cool, cool, cool. I'm like, yeah, when did you get it? She goes, three days ago. I was like, wow. And Tinder? But all right cool she's ready uh, for something <laughs> this is definitely a long-winded story and we covered a lot of it on on one of the episodes we did on our pod but i'll give you like the, the highlights that's fine i'm ready and then she was like let's get drinks so i was like all right yeah i'm down i've never met a girl who's like open on tinder to like meet up so i was like all right maybe this is and then in the back of my hey, head hold on though what do you mean you've never met a girl on tinder who's open to meet up isn't that the whole point that's what i thought but i have never it never got to that point let's put it that way where okay. i was like yeah i want to actually hang out with this person yeah so she right off the bat was like, let's go. Yeah, she's like, I've been here for three days. Do you want to like get drinks? I was like, oh, she's probably coming from another place, right? So it's like, I she probably has wouldn't no know one. anybody. Yet. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down to clown at that point. I'm half expecting to see a man because I'm like, huh, I don't know what this girl's going to be like, like her pictures. Her she English is like broken. She was hot on the photos and in person. Right, so oh, okay. So, but um, you could tell like the English was not there all the way, which I thought 
was adorable. I don't know about any uh you. I love accents. Yeah, it's my thing. <laughs> yeah, but specifically like speaking poor English in like a foreign Yeah, accent. it's cute. Oh, come on, Mike. Come on, <laughs> tell me, Mike. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. I was like, you can say anything right now. I'm so into it. But um, so whatever. We ended up meeting up and uh, it's she's a real person. So that's always a win, right? You're like, all right, sick. Not a guy. Cool. Looks like her pictures. Great. Looks like her pictures. Talks like she's from Spain. I'm like, it's all adding up. It's all good. And then so we, we continue to go on like these series of we just like hop around. I, like We go to a bar, get some drinks. It's going all right, I think. Talk, start talking about like culture, right? It's like one of the first things I bring up. I'm like, so like, how does this differ there? She, she brought yeah. it up too. She's like, do you... So what is like Tinder here? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to really. Yeah, it. you have to answer that, right? Yeah, I was like, I mean, it's just a app to meet people, probably mm-hmm. more uh, physical than deep relationships, I'd imagine. But once again, yeah. I never have like that much experience with. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Tell it. She's like, oh, it's over there. It's just what we do to hook up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, it's like the same thing then. <laughs> oh, so oh, she I was, was... Like, perfect. Okay. That's what I thought. So I was like, all right. We ended up spending the next eight hours together in Manhattan. They're the best dates, and they're so rare. I, we went on a series of dates after that. And then after a series of dates, like, the first day we, like, cooked up a bunch of stuff. We were, like, making out on the streets. This is date one. I was like, oh, this is going great. I thought this was going to go great. And then yeah. it took a weird turn after, like, a few weeks of her being here. And the main complaint that I got from her was that I'm too nice. And I was like, whoa. What? I'm pulling out all the stops. I don't know what you're talking about. She said you were too nice and that's why she like didn't want to see you again or something? No, she didn't say that. She said something way worse in uh, her, her translation. This is like the horror story. I was like sitting at a bar when we were having a discussion. She goes, you're like a, a coat, you know? And I was like, huh? Like a, like a coat, like, you know, like when you wear when you're cold? Yeah. Like, yeah, like a, like a coat. I have lots of coats. I was like, all right. What? She goes, it's a really nice coat, but sometimes you just don't want to wear the coat. I was just like okay she's like what the and there's fuck? nothing wrong with the coat and she just keeps going on this like long long thing i'm like this is just not coming off great for me right now what you're saying What because i don't know as a guy tough to hear like whatever we're not into it or everything or or maybe we weren't meant to be or blah 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 but to hear like no there's nothing wrong with you it's just not it's just uh you know what i mean that x factor that you can't put a name on I'm like, and that's oh. what she was saying she didn't give you any anything more than your coat well, that's what she was saying. And I was like, what is going on? And then obviously talk about it with my friends. I'm like, dude, do you think I did too much? And I think that's what the verdict was. I think I maybe, if I'm looking internally. Why? Like, what did you do? Did you like take I her on fancy dates? No, no, no. I think I was too good on the first date. I think I absolutely crushed it to the point yeah, where. Yeah, what did you do? Come on, let's walk through this. What did you do? Bounced around a bunch of bars. We took the Normal. train downtown. Took Normal. To, so she had never been to see. So we were, I was just pointing at like everything I've seen from movies like oh that's in that movie that's in that movie going through like Times Square that's cute Went down to the fi- financial district take her to the Wolf of Wall Street where they filmed all the boats down um mm-hmm. I, I used to live right near like, there yeah, yeah, yeah. place right yes yeah, so we go there show this other thing we go to the top of the fucking Empire State Building <laughs> <gasps> like okay that's pulling the- out a stop that's a stop <laughs> Well, that wasn't even my idea. I was like, I mean, if you want to go. And we get, she's like, yeah. That's cute. I kept, and I kept saying, I was like, listen, I've never been either. Because it's a tourist trap. <laughs> First off, any, I've never met like a real New Yorker that has like gone there. Like, yeah, I go all the time. No, nobody goes. I went with this girl from Spain first time. And I then she dumped you because you were like a coat. <laughs> yeah, I was like a coat. And I was like, wow, I'm really crushing it here. 
but um, but yeah, just all the stops. It was going great. We're like dancing in the street, just crushing it. You know, just a ball of fun. Dancing in the fun. street, like yeah. slow dancing in the street, or fun, happy, just proud yeah, dancing we were, around. Yeah, we were fucking fist pumping in the street. Of course, <laughs> we were slow dancing in the street. What are you talking about? <laughs> With no music. Z- That's so cute. No, it was. Uh, well, yeah, I'm a romantic guy, and I thought I was doing it right. I was okay. like, here are these nice girls from a foreign country. I'm going to live out one of my rom-com fantasies <laughs> and fucking have a night in New York. Wait, so which date was it that you were told you're a coat? Uh, it was a couple dates in. We were, like, talking. Okay. Had you had sex yet? No. Oh. Uh, uh, okay. She, on the first night, she was so down, but we didn't have any place to go. And then as it went on, she was like, you know, I haven't met anybody from here. And then mm-hmm. she, she starts telling me, like, other oh, shit, like, well, there was this one other doctor and i was like why are you telling me this yeah why that's not anything <laughs> that you need to know like uh yeah she's like trying to justify whatever the hell is going through her head and at that point i was just like all right whatever i'm done i'm done being a coat quote unquote whatever like i give it a shot i try a beautiful leather out. coat <laughs> that you're scared to wear because you don't want to ruin it that's probably it and this is a year later guess who's guess who texted me last night her? She texted me. Yeah, she texted me periodically. She told me multiple times. She goes, oh, I don't know what I was doing, blah, blah, blah. Now that she's what? been here for like over a year, she's like, oh, they're guys or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that's not my problem, lady. I don't know. Yeah, no, you didn't want me when I was there for it. You just want me because you had bad experiences since then. Now, what you could lead some insight into is why is that a, is that a knee-jerk reaction for a female to think something's too good to be true? Or is it maybe... They tend to get freaked out, I guess, if you... Because from a guy's point of view, right, I feel like anytime I truly try, that's when it falls apart. Okay, so I think what you said in the beginning about trying or doing too much too soon is most likely it. But the way that you're saying, like, you just had a great first date and then she said it within a few dates doesn't really make sense because you're still getting to know someone. And unless you were, like, being overly forward when you were apart, like, were you you texting her a lot? Uh, We were texting, yeah, but very like Light. nothing about us just like bullshit about where she's from where yeah, I'm from so I honestly think that she maybe it was like too much too soon but if a guy that I liked did all of that for me and even if it was too soon if I like him then it doesn't matter but if it's uneven at all then it becomes oh he's too into me I'm moving on, which is kind of like the whole premise of the dating game. Like you have to seem uninterested or you have to like play a little bit of a game or hard to get until you get comfortable enough where you're like, okay, I definitely like this person. He definitely likes me and vice versa. You know what I mean? I don't think that you did anything wrong. I think she just like wasn't there. Yeah. It's weird though. Cause so from your point of view, do you consider yourself in the dating game right now? No. (laughs) Um, usually like, yeah like in the dating game how like you mean am i participating in the game of playing hard to get yeah are you consciously thinking whoa 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 hey maybe i maybe that uh maybe that was too much on uh whatever whatever it was at the texas center or something maybe maybe i should be a little more i overthink definitely but i haven't liked anyone in so long i just don't give a fuck and i just don't do anything <laughs> i don't know so then most you're saying most of like your prospects let's say are guys who show an interest first in you? Well, right now it's like unhinged. Unhinged, yeah. But like even, okay, so let's say pre-COVID, 
going out on dates with people that I meet on on Hinge or whatever and everything seems great when we talk on the app and then I give him my number or we just meet up mm-hmm. and then within like 30 minutes I'm just over it so I think I've met a lot of great people they're just not for me <laughs> I'm fine. not so, like I don't know what well, let's play this game first okay. 30 minutes what what's if you could use a real example or make them up but what, what would be the first couple of things that you start to realize like, oh shit, this is not where I want to be right now. <laughs> I hate when it's just like, oh, so what do you do for work? How was your day today? Like, and it's just like awkward, very typical one, two, three questions, which is like, mm-hmm. obviously in the beginning, that's normal and I get it. But if then you just kind of go into yourself or you just don't really have any genuine questions to ask, you're not asking me anything that you actually want to know about me. Like, obviously when you meet someone, you want to know, what do you do on the weekend or are you close with your family or where, I don't know, things like that is what I more want to know. But I feel like guys, a lot of the guys that I've gone out with, um, they're just like too involved in themselves and in like the surface level crap, which I hate. That's fair. I mean, I don't think anyone likes the surface level stuff. So no, right but guys bat, don't, guys do not go past surface level very often on dates. Like unless hmm. you try and then it's like, the few people that have like gone past surface level and I've had a connection with on first or second date are the people that I've ended up having some sort of right, thing right, with. Right. I'm just trying to voice it so that the gentleman listening to the podcast can have some ammunition on their next first date. That's what I'm that's- Of course. <laughs> I need to tell you that your horror story is nothing compared to the amount of horror stories that I have. Like it doesn't make sense. I thought it was going to be so much different and worse. Well, I mean, no, that's like that of- sucks. It's like obviously like a shitty situation, but horror story. I'd say, let me think of my like top two. Number one, actually, that always comes to mind is Go I went it. on a date with like this was like two years or a year and a half ago, maybe I don't know. I was like twenty four, twenty five, and I went on a date with a thirty one year old, and I was so excited because I was like, oh my god, he's gonna be mature and he's not gonna be a stupid little fuck boy, and we're gonna have real conversation. <laughs> And so get to the place. He texts me 15 minutes late already. Texts me and says, hey, I'm really sorry I'm running late. Like he's a tennis coach and his practice thing went late, whatever. I was nice. I was like, no big deal. What time do you think you'll be here? 10 minutes. 20 minutes goes by. He's there. Okay, fine. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Everyone has shitty days. Yeah, right. Traffic Go downstairs, let's get our table, sit down. And he was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to order food. Is that okay? And I was like, absolutely. Like, do, do whatever you want. Um, I'm just going to get a drink. And he ordered three plates of food. And then we each ordered one drink. The entire conversation revolved around him. He's 31. Entire conversation. I don't think he asked me one thing. And then at a certain point, I was like, okay, let's see if he asks me something. Because I'm someone who can talk to a wall. So I'll keep the conversation going. But I was like, all right, if I don't keep asking him something, let's see if he asks me something. I'll make it an awkward pause. So I didn't ask anything. Yeah. He just eats. He doesn't say anything. Doesn't say anything. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I can't. Um, okay, whatever. Bill comes. The bill. Yeah. I always will offer to split, and I'm fine with splitting if we, mm-hmm. if I don't order three plates of food and you do. Like, you know what I'm saying? I put my card out, and he's like, "Oh, you want to split?" And I was like, "Sure." And I figured he would tell the waiter she'll pay for her drink. I split the fucking bill with him. He got three plates of food. I got no food. I paid sixty dollars for a drink. And I'm too awkward and yeah, nice. Yeah. And I'm just like, did that just happen? Like, you're how old? What the fuck is going? I'm like, uh. 
So yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. kind of horror stories that I have. Obviously, I have those situations where you like someone and then it doesn't work out. But a horror story to me is this shit that happens on the first date because I'm not even done. We walk outside and I was like, all right, it was nice meeting you. And he was like, you're not going to invite me back to your place. Ooh. And I walked away. I just didn't even say anything. I just walked away. You didn't even say, not not on your side, I'm saying. Like, you didn't say anything back to that. You I just was just like, away. I think I might have said, are you kidding me? I was just like, what? And then I just walked. I was like, and excuse me or something. It's ridiculous. So many guys are shallow, though. Like, you're a good guy, which is what yeah. I wrote well, in the question the mark. One of my outline questions is perspective dating in New York City as someone who I don't think is a fuckboy. Right. I wanted to clarify that well two things one you jog my memory about a horror story which is directly related to clara number one two uh we need to define fuckboy because i honestly don't know what it means i i'm so confused <laughs> it's just someone who literally has no intention of an honest relationship with anyone i think everyone obviously has their own definition but i think a fuckboy is someone who fucks with you someone who fucks with you oh, someone okay. who says what they need to say and then doesn't do it which is also something that i kind of have going on right now i think that's it yeah i don't know that's what i would say is a fuckboy you're not a fuckboy right uh by that definition i would say no <laughs> no i mean you pull out all the stops for spanish lady i love rom-coms i'm a very romantic guy, i think so i yeah. like to pair comedy with like romance so i'm down to i don't know try to make things special for like i don't know any, any date i go on or at least that's the goal otherwise what the fuck are we doing here yeah that's i completely agree that's why i imagine you're good on dates which is why spanish ladies just she's just fucked well i was gonna say for that horror story part which i guess is a little more horror category than uh just having a date where she was like ah you're just a coat she texts me about i forget it was a couple months after or whatever and she's like hey i'm at this bar and she's texting me this i'm like she probably wants me to meet up <laughs> yeah. i'm like hammered right i'm like she tells me the address it's some like really like high line bar or whatever like just expensive like yeah. line whatever two hundred dollars to get into this oh that's like, where it's just like hookers and old dudes ah and apparently foreign girls from spain because i was just like <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> and i'm like hey i'm here and she's like oh, i'm gonna come out for a cigarette i'm like all right she comes out she's like wow you look so different you changed i'm like yeah, I mean, it's only been a couple months and you only saw me a couple times, but yeah, you know, things, things are moving. And then uh, she's like, yeah, like come in. And I'm like really drunk. I'm like, man, I just want to go in and see where this goes. Don't tell me you paid $200. Like, I paid $200. Oh my God. No, that's no, where I, I say no. She starts like telling me all this stuff of just how she's like not attracted to me in that way and all that stuff. And she grabs my phone out of my hand, pulls up her number, blocks herself, blocks her on all these different things, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, goodbye, what? Mike. And just walks away. I'm sitting on a bench, just like alone, 200 something dollars down uh, that I know I have to pay what my phone back What the fuck? For. There was a definite switch where I went from fun rom-com guy to fuck boy, <laughs> I guess you could say, where I was like, all right, I'm not giving this bitch the time of day. This is, this no, is but you can, like, that's different though. You're not a fuck boy to everyone. You're a fuck boy to someone who fucked you over. That's okay, I think. Yeah, I was like, this, listen, I'm only going to be here unless you want to like, I guess, hook up or or that's it because that's the only thing i guess I, I see in this no she's an asshole i don't like her yeah i mean we're across this bridge i don't think any of my friends like her <laughs> but i was i still had that rom-com dream i was like who knows i didn't know this about you you're just like what? you're taking too much i know i don't know if that's a horror story it's just been a reoccurring thing is that but it i feel like that's something that you think of because you actually cared about her 
well, here's the thing. Here's the trap that I think maybe more men fall into. I thought the idea of her, this of course, yeah, is more romantic. Spain, who's like more into it, you know, oh, same age, just moving here, could be here for two years, could be longer. It's like, oh wow, so many things going through. It's like, ooh, yeah, that's but, what I've realized. My my ex that was from London, that was in college, and we broke up. Like, so it's over four years ago, but. I realized that I thought he was like the love of my life for the longest time. And then I actually secretly met up with him for a little trip, like three years later after we broke up. And literally only two of my friends know this. Was he, um, Um, before you do this, so wait, just a little background. You met him, weren't you in London for a bit? No, so I'm, well, I've traveled to London a few times, but one time was for him. And then the other time was for fun. With friends. Right, right. But so where did this start? Where did you meet him? Well, Here? he Domestic? went to my college. Yeah. He came to my college for soccer and we met and he was oh, the oh, only oh. British guy. on Exactly. He was like the only British guy on campus. And he was like, so cute, blah, blah, blah. Everyone. Hello. Him. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so we dated like, <laughs> we dated like two and a half years and I thought he was it. And then. A real relationship. Okay. Yeah. And we broke up and then we didn't talk for like two years. And then he followed me on Instagram. And I was like, all right. Um, We connected, whatever. We said that we would be friends. We hashed it out, had a talk, said, wonder what would it be like now, blah, blah, blah. Then I was like, well, I'm going to California this time. And he was like, I'll come to California. I've always wanted to go. And I was like, all right. So we just ended up renting an Airbnb and doing California together. This is after not seeing each other for like two and a half, three years. And how was that? So I thought though that that guy from London was like the love of my life. I was like, we had so much fun together. We were just the same, like very outgoing, like silly people, whatever. So I went into that trip thinking, okay, so either I'm going to go into this and we're going to realize maybe we are meant to be, or I'm going to go into this and get closure and be like, no, it would never work. And I went in and I am so happy that I did it. I hated it. How long were you there? A week in Cali? Almost a week. Yeah. Around, the, around a week. And like, okay, not going to lie. I think a big part of why I had a good relationship with him, it was like lust, like we had good sex, whatever. But everything else about him, I was just like, no, what? Like, I don't know how this was the thing. And it's because I was so immature then. And I was just like infatuated with the idea of him. I was the one who got him to settle down in college out of like all the girls that he had fucking been with, which hello, red flag. But (laughs) I just like, obviously everyone, like my few friends that I told that I might do this thing with him, they were like, no, don't do that. Are you stupid? Like, that's fucking ridiculous. And then I did it. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I did it because it sucked. And I'm never, I closure, don't want to be with him. He's not for me it would never work out. So sometimes you need to ignore the advice and like the logical thing and just figure it out because sometimes your heart or your emotions will just fucking eat at you forever if you wonder what if. That's true. The what if (laughs) will kill, I feel like most people. Yeah, but like the idea of him, I realized is what I was so in love with, I think when I was in college. Also, obviously like four years later, three years, whatever it was, um, you're more mature and you know more about yourself and life but totally the idea of him is what i think i was hooked on now did you hit it 100 of the time when you were out there or is it like no we have like we a can't date but 
<laughs> we would never be able to date, but like we have a good like banter, as they would say, or like friendship. We can like fuck with each other and like it's all good. But honestly, I don't even know. I, he just did things that I would like want to rip my hair out. I was like, why are you doing this? And, and it was like at night he would just get high and go to sleep. And I was like, we were going to go to the club. I was going to do this. And it's like, he's asleep. So now I'm going to go do it by myself. Like, what the fuck is the point of planning a trip with someone if you're going to go do things alone? We're just not on the same page at all. So I was so happy, but so bad. Yeah, that sounds like a, a good rom-com idea of like, ooh, let's escape. Go, but it's go like a reality it. rom-com. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You got to dose the, you got the, the bad dice roll. That's tough. Yeah. Do you have <laughs> someone that was the one that got away or anything like that. I don't even know about your dating history, honestly. Um, I'm a little weird. I have like a, I've only had a few, maybe two, two to three serious relationships. And I mean, the first one, you know, that was just like high school stuff, but like yeah, one like serious high school one. And then one like serious college one. That's my like history. One was about six months. The other was about two years. Two and a half years. Do you wonder with either of them, like if they're the one and you might go back or no? Uh, no, I think initially, initially everyone's first knee jerk reaction, like a couple months after was like, yeah, it's nervous about, um, yeah, that's, that's when you start, that's like when you're walking out of your door and you see something, you're like, oh my God, she loves that. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> so it's like, that's the, you just got to get over that stuff. But, yeah. um, I, I was not a big jump from relationship to relationship guy. It was more only like had a long relationship learned a lot from it and then spent years not in one until I found really? something different. Yeah, yeah. I was opposite. I was relationship, relationship, relationship. And now I've been single for like four and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. What do you think the difference is between someone who jumps? Like, You're smarter. I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But why do you think? Cause I was very lonely. I didn't know how to be single. Cause I hadn't been single yeah, since yeah. I was like 18. And I was like, okay, this guy I really love as a friend and I think he would be great, but we always just had something missing. I guess he was a coat. He was a great coat, but <laughs> no, I really, I, I have a lot of love and respect for him. I really do care about him as a person. He's a good person, but we just weren't meant to be. I feel like back in, like when I was younger, that would, I would have been like, that's such a cop out. Me you know? being lonely? Just anybody. No, 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 not lonely. Me being like, oh, they're a great person. They're just not for me. But I'm always like, kid me. It was like, that's such a cop out. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you're lying. Right. And I was like, there's got to be some truth to it. But as yeah. I get older, it's like, I understand some people can be good with multiple people, I guess. Like, you're yeah. not just a puzzle piece. Like, you can accept a bunch of different options. So it's like. Yeah. It's and I, I think I was black and white about it for a really long time. Up Like, when we first broke up, me and him, I hated him in my head, but it's almost four years later now. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with him. We just brought out the worst in each other. And him in the beginning and him as a person that I know is like a good person. I don't know. We just weren't a match. That's, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff to unpack there, but I'm just saying. My <laughs> bunch main of question, stuff to unpack. You're saying I have baggage? <laughs> I'm saying we all got baggage. <laughs> no, I'm saying, what do you think is like what was what's uncomfortable about being single that in my perspective that many it seems like a bigger issue for women than men at face value i agree i'm just a relationship girl so i was in a relationship from 16 to 22 pretty much Mm. that's why it was weird for me at first but now i'm like more comfortable in it because obviously it's been a while and i've figured it out and figured myself out and realized like you don't need someone but 
I always would rather have like one special connection in my life. That's the whole point of this podcast is like connections. I just thrive off of them. It's almost like an outlet type of thing. Well, it's just like a best friend and you always have someone to do something with. Also like intimate connection, all that. I can't just have sex with anyone. So it sucks if you're a sexual person, you can't. You're just waiting for it to happen. It's just not happening. <laughs> like if you're not willing to just like hook up with anyone, then and you're single for a long time, you may not have sex for a while, and that fucking sucks. So, <laughs> what do you think it is for you or guys coming out of it, or like what do you mean? Like because you said you obviously girls think you think it's harder for girls, which I agree. I think girls are just more also. I don't know why, but like girls seemingly are just more ready to settle down. I think guys just feel like, is it because you all feel like there's something you're missing out on or you're just, Mm, I think this plays into the game too, because it's always like girls have to play hard to get for the guy. Cause if you're too easy for the guy, then whatever, he won't care. But it's just cause you guys are more animalistic. I don't know what it is. (laughs) Animalistic? That's like a thing. Yeah. (laughs) You're hunting your prey. If it's easy prey, you don't want it. Well, it all depends. I mean, it's almost like supply and demand. Kind of where the stuff that's harder to get is kind of more sought after. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of that. Yeah. There's a level of physical attraction. Like, what you think there's less girls that you're physically attracted to and more guys for girls? What do you mean? See, I don't know. I always wondered this. This came back to sixth grade. My teacher told me this. <laughs> she said, Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. beholder. And I always was like, Huh, that's what a weird quote. <laughs> She's like, Yeah, you know, some people are attracted, some people, other people think they're ugly. I'm like, Well, yeah, oh, there's right. someone for everyone. Yeah, so it's but it's like that coupled with the general scale of attractiveness. What some guys are looking for are not what other guys are looking for. Well, also, yeah. actually, yeah, but also guys get away <laughs> with being less attractive. Well, right, but that's only because women value different things out of guys. Exactly. So wait, yeah. actually, I think we just fucking solved it. <laughs> the reason more guys are happily single is because they have more options. Whereas girls, if you're like a six out of 10 and a guy's a six out of 10, a guy has many more options than the girl. Careful though, because any girl can get laid at pretty much any time. And it's tough for guys to get, get laid. You're telling me you can walk outside right now, go through your phone and text, I don't know, five guys and be like, hey, like I was thinking about you. We want to get drinks up or something soon? No doubt they would all say yes. Any girl, uh, vice versa, a guy could not do that as easily, I would say. What matters more to women? Getting a guy you want or just getting a guy? Well, that's the whole thing. That's different for every woman because that's the reason I'm single is because I'm not going to settle for just anyone. I want my person. But some women are more worried about just getting married and having kids. And that's that's fine in some ways. I just think eventually, aren't you going to be unhappy? That's the question. So like kind of what I struggle with, right? Because now I'm at this age where... How old are you? It's not. 27. So it's like, it's not all 26. Don't say that. Yeah, but it's different. I mean, I've... uh, It's different. Girls have the biological clock. Yeah, I know. They're ticking like... uh, Time bombs. Yeah. It's it's weird because like lately I've noticed a change where I'm, I'm not thinking kind of the way I used to. So I don't know, I can't speak for every guy, but it's in like what there has been a shift about kind of what I'm looking for in, out in the world. I'm not looking for these girls from Spain who can't barely speak English and then drag me through the gutter for six months. I'm looking for more of a, a different caliber. Of a woman. 
I get, I've always been more of a mature kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know however, I mean, I don't act more mature, but however it sh- like shakes out, I have more older friends than younger friends. And I have been with more older women than younger women. So however that. Just because you're silly out, doesn't mean that you're not mature though. That's, oh, thank you for saying that. <laughs> no, but I agree. I, I mean, I feel like you can be really you know I mean? funny and goofy, but you can still be a mature person when it comes down to shit that you need to be mature about. Yeah. I think on the outside looking in though, majority of people would be like, oh, he's a, you know, great time, fun guy and everything. But yeah, I think I connect with people on a more mature level. So it's, it's like, that's the connections I'm trying to kind of forge for now. And uh, I mean, add a global pandemic on top of that, it's going to put a damper in anything. But well, here's the one thing I did have a, uh, a diamond in the rough. That was a trickier situation, which okay. maybe you can shed some light on. Go for um, it. Let's hear it. So not a horror story, actually a good story it was the one person I met on Hinge that actually was like, I went on a couple Hinge dates and I've met a bunch of girls and they're all like, you know. Is this recent or? It spawned a year ago. Okay. Oh, or less than. Like okay. last October. We um, so I met this girl on Hinge. She's, at the time I was 26, she was 30. Oh. Quite the jump in the opposite direction. Yeah. Um, and we, we met up. Uh, first day, we meet at Stout, NYC, like mm-hmm. right five to ten. I walk in, she's there, she looks adorable. First thing she says to me is like, what are you drinking? I was like, what? She's like, I already got, I'm already at the bar, like, what are you drinking? I was like, uh, I don't know, I'll take a Guinness. She runs to the bar and she goes, buys two Guinnesses. Off the bat, Cute. doesn't even say, how was your day or anything, just like, what are you drinking? I was yeah. like, this girl, something else. Good. Comes back, I was like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you know, guys pay, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, answering stuff, she's like, no, you can get the next round. And I was like, all right. I like this already. So we start talking immediately. I always hate, similar to you, I hate the small stuff. So yeah, she kept she kept asking me. So she's like, so like, how was work? I was like, we're starting already with this. And she was like, immediately starts giggling. She ate it up. She was like, oh, all right. She, and then we we start playing darts, having so much fun. It starts raining out. Uh, she's. Are you gonna walk. kiss in the rain now? Oh, <laughs> getting ahead of me. So it's raining out. I'm like slugging my bag over. I was like, oh, I got to catch the train. She lives downtown. We're giggling. I, I'm, I'm asking her like, so like, what's your deal? Like all this stuff. Cause the age difference isn't apparent. Like I don't see four years ahead. I just see like this girl that's like super attractive. Chill, yeah. You know, saying all the right things. And we're just, we're just really hitting it off. Mm-hmm. And then continue to walk. We're like talking, talking, talking. She's like, oh, I just got out of a, I'm going to, I'm whatever the number is, I forget, but it was something like eight year relationship. And in my mind, I was like, good. Like, I'm really not trying to like get caught up in anything serious. So I was like, oh, this, this, you tell me I have an older woman coming out of like a relationship that's just looking to have fun. Like, I mean, Perfect, yeah. yeah. series of dates start meeting up. Uh, we're seeing each other like on the weekly now. Uh, we're doing one of my favorite dates. We took, I took her to uh, Museum of Natural History. She said it was one of her favorite spots. So then we're going there. We're going through everything. And it was just like, we're just doing like real shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. in the back of my head, I was like, I didn't want to speed this up. This is like wifey up, stuff. I am, I am doing, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was like, I keep doing these rom-com things that are like legit shit. Like it's real. But if like, you, wholesome if thing. the rare chance that you find a girl that you like, that's when you do it. Right. So, I mean, I think that's fine. I think, well, I don't know if it's the rare chance. I think it's whenever I'm ready to go on a date, like we're going to go on a date. So do you go on a lot of good dates with a lot of girls? No, I mean, that's the thing. I never get to that point because no, like it's not easy for girls to just be open to going. Yeah. I don't know how to sound this way being weird, but like, no, check I know my what box. you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, 
click, 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 we're good. But anyways, that spiraled into a quasi-relationship where she was, I was seeing her like, uh, I'm sleeping over her place and going back to work. Like I, it was like shit like that. We were like doing dinner and stuff. That's and, big. But we never met friends or anything. We had a couple of talks where she's like, hey, like I, like I need to see you more. And I was like, more, what does that mean? She's like, more, like more than once a week, more than this. Like, she's like, I can't blah, blah, blah. She's like, I, I would just really enjoy you in my life. And I'm like, really happy we met and all this stuff. And I'm like, fuck, like, okay. oh, like, I don't that's know good, what though. to do. You just didn't want a relationship at the time? Well, so that's the thing. Uh, it it, it kind of boiled down to that. I'm staring down the barrel of this girl who I, if I know for a fact, because the whole thing was she was like, I think we should kind of be more exclusive and all this stuff. Not that I was running around, you know, with everybody. I was just like, I wasn't putting a label on it. So I was just going mm-hmm. about my life. Yeah. And I was texting her, but like, you know, just keeping options open, which I guess is common theme for most men. But uh, it was never anything until like... Until you really like solidify it. I think that's fine. Yeah. So I think I was just unsolidified. But then she does what a lot of females do and gives you the old ultimatum, right? Listen, I can't keep doing this anymore. You should never give an ultimatum. It was tough. So she, she and this is after like, I'm on work trips, like FaceTiming her when I'm like, not busy just like catching up and it was kind of like what you described it was like very we were like good friends like we could giggle a lot and it was like oh man, i was like oh man i could love hanging out with this chick just hanging out with her like we yeah. one night one day we woke up like it was like one of the first days we hung out slept over we woke up the next day we made tea and we just watched fucking like this weird show i forget what it was <laughs> didn't talk for like i don't know 20 minutes at a time just sitting there sipping tea and then like every now and then we'd say one thing, giggle, and then just go back and watch that. I was like, I've never, never been able to do that with anybody else without feeling the pressure of carrying like a conversation. having to say something, yeah. Yeah, making sure they're comfortable. Oh, they didn't say anything in five minutes. Are so they freaking out? Do they have to do some other stuff? You know what I mean? So what happened with the ultimatum? It was a weird thing to say. I was like, my biggest fear is like, not that it's not going to work. It's like, I feel like it's going to work really well for two years, like the other relationships I'm in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then if it inevitably falls apart, you're now 34 and I'm only 28, 29. And I was but that's like, not I your feel... thing to worry about. Everyone keeps telling me that, but I feel like that's something like it's in the back of my mind. It's in play. It's like, no, if you think that it'll work well, then why are you worrying about it for her? That also means that you really care a lot about her. If you're worrying about her end yeah. game and not yours, but also if you think it'll work out, why are you thinking that it's going to end prematurely? Not that it wouldn't end. It's just, I think if it did end, it would end badly. And then also... But you have I'm, no idea what's going to happen with anyone. You have to give that the shot. Well, that's that's 100% true. But... What did you do? I basically said, listen, I'm, you know, I thought we were on the same page and all this stuff. But I, I'm not ready to settle down, is basically what I said. Like, I'm not trying This is to last do. year? This was... March of this year. I was like, what? I'm not. You're not ready to settle down when there's a pandemic? Like, there's nothing else for you to do? I didn't know about the pandemic until after this. And then, <laughs> number one. And number two, I was just like, man, I don't, not. You were nervous. Not even nervous. I was, I was on my own thing of like personal development, if that makes that's, sense. That's, yeah. Sometimes the timing isn't right. I was just like, man, I'm really like crushing it in my lane for like me. Not necessarily yeah. like work or anything like that. I was just like, I'm fine. for your personal mental health. Yeah, I tell people like in growing up, I had this image of like what I would be at this age and I'm not there yet. So it's like I want to get there before I even enter the, the quote unquote dating market. To, you know what I mean? Like I want to get my shit figured out before I drag somebody else. Into it. That makes complete sense. I like I'm that. on my way and I feel really good. And then I meet this girl and she's like, 
checked all the boxes, but she's four years older than me and her biological clock's ticking. And I'm just like, fuck. Did you, did you just cut it off in March? That was it? We say this thing, right? And I'm like, listen, I, I understand that. And I, you know, I respect it. And I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, um, be a fuck boy. I'm not trying to, you know, do all this stuff on your back. It's not the intent. It's just, I'm not there yet. And she was like, okay. And she was like, you know, we can still be friends. I was like, I mean, I'll try, but like, I, <laughs> historically, like, I don't think that's ever worked. Yeah. It was a smooth exit. Like we, it was a good. Drifted off. It wasn't a bad breakup. We're both respectful. She's, you know what I mean? Handled it great. Mm-hmm. Like very much slowly not sending DMs as much, slowly not tagging as much. You know what I mean? Like all the stuff mm-hmm. I normally do somebody like in that position yeah and then something came up with her family that i saw on a post where someone passed away and i was Mm -hmm. like oh shit like yeah and then flashback when we met i had the same scenario play out for my personal family so i was like oh i told her all about this like i got that so i reached out and i was just like hey i basically said despite whatever happened between us like i saw what happened i just want to you know reach out and see if you're okay like just that's it she was like super responsive just Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know what it, I, I don't know. I'm not great in those scenarios. I just know how to like. Just be of, nice. Just say you're there. Yeah. So, and then she, she was like, you know, thank you for reaching out. Um, you know, you're the first person in a pop in my head when this happened. Cause it, I mean, it was like to the T same family member and everything. So I was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, I, I feel bad and everything. And she just like opened up to me. We just had like a really deep conversation about it. I mean, and like six months ago, I knew this girl on Hinge. So it was just like so weird to have. Because every other date I've had on this has been so superficial and so nobody matches that much. And then this girl, we just kind of like synced together. You meet that person. Yeah. Yeah. So then we're talking with that and then kept going. And now we're still talking to this day and uh, (gasps) I don't know what to do about it. But wait, so I mean, you're going to give it a shot now. I I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. But what, what is the reason that you wouldn't give it a shot? It's not your responsibility to decide if the risk of her age is something that she wants to risk. She wants to risk it. A relationship is a risk no matter what. If everyone who actually cares about her says that to her, then she's what? She's going to be single forever? That's true. But I never, like I said, I never looked at this like a risk. I never. I yeah, never but you're had... saying that the reason that you haven't gone for it is because you don't want it to not work out and her be single at 30 something. Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think that's part of it. I'm sure there's some other things. What's the real uh, reason? Come on, let's go. No, I mean, that's honestly one of the main reasons. And then the other thing is, like I said, I'm just, I feel like I'm hitting my stride and I just kind of want to see what else. Do you want to see what other women are out there? Yeah, is that weird to say? It sounds goofy now that I say it right now, but yeah, that's kind of. No, that's not weird to say at all. That's being honest and that's totally fine. Because I think hey, that you, if how she. How do you tell that to somebody that you. Well, you can't really say exactly like that to her, obviously, but I think that it's good that you're saying that because I think it's normal, number one, to want to still have this time if that's like what you want to do. And I also, I'm a firm believer in if she was your person, you wouldn't worry about wondering what else is out there. I truly think that. You truly believe that? Truly, 100% believe that. You don't believe that? You think there's one person? No, 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 no. I don't think there's one person. I think you have multiple people, but I think if she's one of those people, like I, oh. let's say, let's say you have five people in the universe that are like your person, like whatever. I think if she was one of the people that you're 
meant to be with or like that you actually cared enough about, then you would be with her. You wouldn't worry about those other people. If you cared enough, then you wouldn't care about the rest. And I don't think you care enough then, which is totally fine. Well, it's the weird thing is I've noticed that subliminally, like I'm always texting her things, not other people. Are you nervous to get hurt? Or do you actually think when COVID's over, you just want to like live your life and meet a bunch of new women? I don't think I'm that naive that I think it's going to work like that. <laughs> Not exactly like that, but. Yeah, I don't know. Do you do you think about your age or do you just think about the, the, the field, I guess, if we're using terms? What do you mean? Do you physically think like, hey, I'm getting older, like I should be looking for different stuff? Or are you still locked in to your true, I guess, uh, definition of like what you're looking for? I think I'm looking for the same thing. I always, I've always been a hopeless romantic, so I feel like I'm always looking for just like a real connection. And yeah. I just think I'm more picky now because I'm not going to waste anyone else's time or my time ever again. Yeah. So the next person that I'm with, I hope that it's, I mean, I'm 26, so hopefully it's forever, but like maybe it's, it might not be. That's totally fine too. It's going to suck because obviously I do think about age and I think about having kids now more and I never thought I'd be thinking about having kids right, like, right now, but now I'm like, holy shit, people freeze their eggs at 35. Like I only have 10 years to find him, marry him and have his kids. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're in the same boat, right? Yeah. Uh, you have a nephew uh, as well. I well, and my mine. sister's only a year older than me. So yeah. But it's, so it's weird probably seeing your siblings go through it. Cause I know I felt like a gear switch when I saw my sister get married and then I was like, all right, like that's cool. And then they have the kid and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that's a baby. Yeah. And it's how awesome they are. And now in the back of my head, I'm like, oh man, I want him, my son or daughter who's not born yet to yeah. be to have like a, a cousin of the same age like oh, the fact that that's in the back of my head i'm like 100%. what type of decision making is like going on in my head no but it Where makes i don't sense. care about the girl yet but why? Like, it's like you don't you don't know a girl you don't know all the assumption information but i'm like man if i could have a kid right now well i think it's like society but it's also just that's who you are as a person because not everyone wants to have kids and i think that's fine too but i think mm -hmm. you and i for example like we're family people it seems and my nephew is now six years old and me and my sister talked about growing up. We're like, we're going to live next door to each other. We're going to have kids the same age. They're going to be best friends. It's all going to be perfect. This little fairy tale. Obviously now I'm like, my nephew is probably going to be like 12 years old at least by the time I have a kid, which yeah. sucks, but they'll still be best friends. Like we're close. It's weird that they're, we're on such different chapters, but I also just think, I don't know. It's, it's a natural way of life like yeah, it's almost we're supposed to reproduce like that's the thing no i i know exactly like the back half of my 20s i've noticed like a severe severe like shift in like what i'm looking for in a weird way after my 25th birthday my grandmother passed away and i think number one death became i feel like i never thought about death no. I, oh. I don't think I ever like my my nanny and I were really 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 close like my mom's mom and mm -hmm. she passed away when I was in high school and like I was graduating high school and it was horrible for me but since then I hadn't lost anyone so like she was just this angel for me that I had a lot of great years with and I knew she wasn't here anymore but I don't know it sounds so like immature but I never really thought about death and then it was oh, like yeah. when when oh. my grandma died I was like I was so confused by it I thought the like not disrespecting the funeral but like the funeral freaked me out i was just like very my life like changed because i just started thinking holy shit i am gonna die one day 
That sounds so, so stupid. I know it sounds stupid. Like, obviously, we all know we're going to die. I just feel like it all put things in perspective. And I was like, I'm 25. I need to find someone. I need to have this life that I imagined for myself. Like, so much pressure just, like, slams at you out of nowhere. Yeah, right. In different situations for everyone. But that was the situation for me. It was just weird. And now I think about it a lot more. (laughs) That's uh, very oddly similar to kind of how I found myself. Yeah, in uh, in October, like I was saying, back when I met this girl, uh, my cousin passed away suddenly. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. But that, I mean, that was like, oh, talk about a wake up call. It's like, oh, I can think about. I was like, that's five years away from how old I am. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, ah, fuck, a fucking like tree could fall on me tomorrow, and I was just like, the wheels just go, and I'm like, man, and you just not that it's like constantly going, but it does shift. Like, like I said, my perspective. It'll just pop in. I think in the in the beginning or whatever, I always, you know, who's not attracted to a beautiful lady? But now at my age, it really turns me off the girls that are uh, like too much makeup, too dolled up. They look like they should be behind like museum glass. I'm like, man, that's that's not at all. Like, what do you look like in the morning? (laughs) Not not even that. It's just like I just I need like a woman. I don't need like a girl who's gonna chip a nail. I need like someone who's gonna go to bat for me when I'm like in the hospital. It's like weird shit, like weird shit when I'm thinking about, you know? A hundred percent. I watch movies now and I am a psycho and I write a lot. So I was watching, I actually watched A Star is Born like recently. I watch it, I've watched it 10 times, but I like wrote this huge essay on it. Like right after I was done watching. You wrote an essay for fun on Star is Born? Um, (laughs) Well, it's for myself, but like maybe one day I'll share it. But I wrote like this long like reaction to it basically because I was like crying and every single time. How do you not cry in that movie? And I wrote about though how I almost like cried more when they were happy, not like the teared up, not like, oh my God. But like, because it's like, they're so in love and they're just there for each other through everything. And she's standing there cheering him on or, or he's there for her with her dad and like all this stuff. It's just, that's what I want. That's all But do you think, okay. Now, do you think that's feasible? What's feasible? That, to have that. Um, me dating a celebrity? No. Me having the love of my life? Yes. (laughs) Right. They all work together to create that, that emotion between themselves. Right. And that's something you want to emulate. Right. Who wouldn't? But it's like, do you think you could physically get that with another person? Have you seen that outside of a movie? Yes, 100%. My nanny and poppy had it a million percent. And I um, I had a I had a very, my last boyfriend, he and I, I think, had so much respect and love for each other, even though it wasn't, there was something missing. I 100% would do anything for his family, and I think he would do the same for mine. And it was like, that was the main thing that kept us going, I think. And that's like family is everything to me. So I just want someone who becomes my family also. I think it's totally feasible. You think it's not possible? I don't think it's not possible. I think it takes two people who like truly know what's at stake and like the of sacrifices that would be. But like, I don't know. But that's know, love in I general. I, yeah, you, you get that. I don't know. You have to work mind, and sacrifice for any real love. Yeah, but in the beginning, mm-hmm. right, it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like sacrifice. You're of more course. excited and everything. Yeah. And I feel like in the relationship I've been in, when it falls apart is when there's no lust to generate that effort. It's now all on you and the relationship and however it is, right? So I noticed like in my past relationship, I started taking things for granted, certain things, like just mm-hmm. having a girlfriend, for example. And then there was other things that she took for granted, like stuff I did, which ultimately, and us both not acknowledging that, ultimately just ended up 
But don't you think you've learned from that? Well, that's what I'm saying. What I learned is it's, you need to have that conversation and you need to, it has to be more than just a conversation. You have to like, like you said, see see like the actions kind of. But that's the whole thing. It's like, that's when you know that you found it's, that's why I said the game kind of lasts until you both acknowledge that you care about each other. And then once you both acknowledge that you care about each other to a certain extent, then you try and work at it. You try and have a relationship or whatever it is. And then Mm -hmm. once you get to a certain point, again, it's like milestones almost. It's like, oh, we've been together, let's say six months or a year. And now it's like serious. So if we're going to have a future, Mm -hmm. this is what I want for my future. And you have to constantly make sure that you're on the same page. Yeah. I don't think people constantly do that enough. I agree. We're not on the same page. Yeah, but that's the whole thing is if you just communicate all the time, honestly, 100% honestly, then I think that you could make it work with someone who is is on the same page. You have to be on the same page. That's true. And you have to like know each other's, it sounds dumb, but love language and stuff like that. Like I think that's actually important. That's probably the most accurate thing. I've read about it. You need to know how you receive It's so important. How you receive and how you give it because you could enjoy giving it one way. And like, that can make you happy if you give X, Y, Z. But like, if your person doesn't like it, then shut the fuck up and do what they like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I'm with you. It's, that was the big eye opener too. It's also, you feel weird voicing it. You're like, hey, I like What's this. your love language? Come on. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is there a category? Is there like broad Hold on, category? let me look them up. One of a certain type of man that likes a certain way? No, so it's, there's five different ones. So you have to pick two. There's tests that will tell you what yours are, but you can just choose words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, or physical touch. Hmm. You've never taken the test. No, no. no, no. I'm going to send it to you after this. Like gifts, like a physical thing? I don't really like gifts. I just like to be surprised. I'm a big surprise guy. And like physical touch probably. Okay, mine are words of affirmation and physical touch. So like words of affirmation is like poetry? (laughs) No, it can just be like texting me in the morning and being like, hey, I love you. I hope you have a great day. Uh, Or like telling uh, me, oh, this reminded me of you today. Or I'm so grateful I met you or whatever it is. Just like expressing in words how you actually feel about me. Yeah, I feel like I like to banter too much my day to day. So I don't, I, I typically yeah. haven't done lovey dovey shit since like middle school. But <laughs> I would, at least if we're talking about giving, wait, is it how I like to give it or how I like to? No, how it? you want to receive it. Yeah, it's probably like, uh, not, not necessarily like a physical gift, but just like surprising me with. That could things. be like acts of service though, too, like a surprise or like bringing you coffee or something yeah. little like, like if, that. If I mentioned something once and like six months later, you're like, oh, yeah, I got this thing. I'd be like, that's, what? yeah, that's like, like dream. <laughs> what? How do you like to give love? I would say whatever, like, uh, taking people places and trying to like surprise people with things. That's like, I think acts of service is like yeah, your thing. 100%. Then. I'm all about that. Like I'm a big yeah. fan of like lying to you, planning something. You are a rom-com. That's what I'm saying. I'm check all the boxes from rom-com. I'm surprised I'm not in one at the moment, but it's a tough life. Girls get freaked out and then they run away. No, but you have the girl right now and you're just not. <sighs> no, I know, I know. I think she's a coat for you. There's one little thing missing. How many things, it's true. So how many, so this goes back to what I wanted to talk about before. That six out of 10 girl who's trying to get down a guy, how old does she get till she starts knocking notches down in her belt? You know what I mean? Not her. I physical. have no idea. Like, let's say you're like, oh, I'm waiting for the only guy and all this stuff. And then two years go by and you're like, well, I mean, not the only guy. I mean, there's a bunch of guys. And then three years go by and you're like, well, I'm just, as long as you have a job at this point, you know what I mean? 
How, is that uh, the progression that it's going to take? I don't know because I, I'm i not there yet. So I really don't I know. know. I mean, I would hope not. At 28, if I'm still single and haven't had anyone in like six years, maybe I'd be like, fuck it. I clearly need to reevaluate my mm. wants or something. I'm just, I don't, I'm hoping that I'm not single in two years, but I don't know. Yeah. I have, I really don't know. Yeah. It depends on the person though, too, because I think some people have, like for me, I'm a hopeless romantic. I think I'm not bragging, but I think I'm emotionally intelligent. So I think that I know, <laughs> I don't want to say it like I'm bragging. I read the book. I got it right here. I just think that I know like what I want and I know what I need and I'm just not going to settle. I don't know. It just yeah. depends on the person. It's very different people from like New York or LA versus people down South or like in the middle of nowhere. They're getting married and having kids at 20 and like, that's it. And they're good with that. So why do you think that is? Because we're exposed to so much more. Yeah. But who's missing out is the real question. Is it us trying to live out? I think fantasy? they're missing out. You think they're missing out? Well, I think, well, I think cause eventually like maybe we will settle down and hopefully have that thing that we want. You just have to put a limit on it, I guess, of like, what is your fantasy? You can't just say, oh, I'm waiting for my Prince Charming to drop out of the sky and be from this country and have this color hair and this color eyes and like be perfect mm -hmm. you, i just want a connection i don't know what the fuck he's gonna look like or where he's gonna be from or how old he's gonna be i just right. want the the love <laughs> yeah i mean i think that's what everybody's but yeah, it's just, I wonder how much of it is a rom-com delusion. I think we should just go into one of the questions because, hold on, let me find it. Yeah, go into, we've been chit chat. Never settle for anything less than a fairy tale. 70% of people said that's unrealistic. I don't think that that's unrealistic, but it depends on your definition of a fairy tale. A fairy tale for me is just the love that you like the real love like that is everything. And of course there's going to be hard times and it's not going to be perfect, but it's that the basis or like the foundation of it is like true love. I guess. But if we're sticking with the definition of a fairy tale and we're going with the, the Prince Charming and the, uh, I don't even know, what's the princess called? Is it just the princess? I don't even know. Princess, yeah. I don't know. Princess, whatever her name is. Uh, if you're going like that thing where there's some charming hunk is going to rescue you from your lonesome and all that and uh, whatever you're seem to be caught up in and and then you guys will go away happily ever after that might be tough i think it's just too i don't know i don't know from a girl's perspective from a guy's perspective but always okay seems, from your perspective should you settle for less than anything but a fairy tale i don't know me now i'd probably say no but me at 35 would probably be like yeah <laughs> but here's the thing you get you get like caught up in it right i would say i'm always pursuing the fairy tale but i'm not going to be mad if i miss I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. This is the, what I just told you yeah, about. That's the like, whole thing. thing. So I'm like, fuck, is this the fairy tale sitting right here? Like, I, I think you know. would know, though. If it was your fairy tale, you would know. I think you would, but here I am. I think you would. Unless I, there's something else that's holding, your, holding you back that you're just scared. It's not like there's no... That's the thing. It's not... There's not a specific somebody holding me back. It's not like, oh, there, there's... There always is Jessica from, <laughs> from ninth grade. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, I'm, I'm doing all right. It's just... I haven't, I haven't been like wowed. Like when was the last person you met somebody and you were like, wow, like what a person. Like three years ago. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's the person that I'm kind of thinking about now though. So yeah. that maybe I mean, you, And you think about them for a reason. And sometimes you can't even put a, can't even put your finger on it. You're like, it's not that, it's not his job. It's not this. It's like just yeah. the way they are, right? And how they conduct themselves. Do you think timing matters if you find the right person? Absolutely. This is another one. 
Yeah. Oh, you think it does? Timing, yeah. Have you never seen Serendipity? <laughs> I haven't. It's all time. Is that a good rom-com I need to watch? John Chan's going to be mad at you. It's his favorite rom-com. Um, really? Yeah. You I'll need watch to watch it. that, first off. Also, come out with any of the rom-com movies. I'm your guy. Okay. You take the love love test, and I'll watch Serendipity. <laughs> all right. Do you think that you should give it a few dates to see if there's chemistry? I give it one or two. People say give it three or four. That's a lot. I'm like, I know chemistry immediately. That, yeah, me too. Not Now, it's, chemistry is different than like not a psycho bitch or <laughs> all this other stuff. But it's like, can I be myself and you receive it? That's chemistry. Yeah. Can I be myself and you? it's getting what I'm looking for? It's like, yeah, that's what I think it is. If I can go to a bar, not have to put on airs or, or even try to impress. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot You're of- You're just yourself. Well, that's the thing. A lot of guys come into these this arena. Typically, I mean, girls, I don't know how girls can't wrap their head around this, but a lot of guys are like, they feel lower than the girl like going and they're like oh she's so especially if it's somebody you want to pursue right oh she's so pretty she's but guys hide it so much and then girls get insecure because you got to otherwise you you want the guy blowing it on the first date like i did taking your game town. yeah well, that's what i'm saying you need the yin and the yang so it's like that's where i gotta work on my dating it's like just because i'm looking at my poker hand and i'm like oh she doesn't even know <laughs> it's like don't slam that down off the first but you have to give her some like affirmation otherwise she's just gonna get insecure and think it's not a thing i guess yeah well i don't know what keeps you on the hook more like what's the best thing the best what have you noticed maybe not necessarily the best for you but what have you noticed that has kept you on the hook for a guy the longest i honestly haven't been on the hook in so long i don't know i feel like it's just honestly what would keep me on the hook is someone genuine and funny and like someone who doesn't let the conversation get stale especially in the beginning like there's no reason that the conversation should ever get stale if you're just getting to know someone because there's so many things you can learn there's so many questions you can ask and things you can do even like stupid shit like sending memes like there's no reason it should be a hey what's up text and boring awkward nonsense no that's true yeah it's almost like an art rather than a science right next one is do you split on a first date controversial topic i so it's it's not a question of what happens it's i'm looking for a specific thing i'm looking you have to reach no matter what yeah i'm looking for a reach and i'm looking for at least one to two arguments yes yes (laughs) that's it i'll 100 percent will pay i plan to pay but if i don't see a reach like you'll say no but if you don't reach that's rude or if you just don't say anything and the bill comes and you're like looking left and right like what fucking time is it and i'm like all right well the waiter to the first table uh if i don't that that, i mean i'll pay it's happened a couple times yeah i'll pay and then and it's just stuck in my head though you know it's like oh all right that's a it's just rude guys should pay but they shouldn't rush to pay they should see if there's a I think that every girl should offer to pay, but then sometimes we get shit for offering to pay because everyone's like, well, you're just doing it as a gesture. But if I had a great date and then he's okay okay with splitting, if it was a great date, then I'm fine with it. But I would rather them say that they'd pay. I think the gesture is more than a date. I mean, what's the first date? A couple, I don't know, 100 bucks? A couple drinks, yeah. yeah. 100 bucks worth time. I mean, maybe you go to the top of the Empire State Building. Who knows? (laughs) Someone... Someone actually messaged me and said the person who asked for the date is the one who should pay. Shout out to Becca. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good wig. Okay, um, kiss on the first date. Always, never, sometimes. Uh, I like to go for it, but I'm there for rom-com purposes. If you feel something, you should go for it. Yeah, 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 100%. You don't, then you're not going on a second date probably anyway. Yeah, pretty much. I have yet to been on a date that we haven't kissed the first date, but have continued to go on. 
we either like kill it the first date and then it's off to the races or yeah it's like you know maybe later <laughs> same yeah no <laughs> um sex on the first date or the rule of like waiting five dates before you have sex if you see potential Ooh. i want the guy's perspective for real guy's perspective if i'm speaking yeah, like to all if, of the gentlemen i don't think it matters uh, i really don't um, so i think if you have like a real connection it won't matter but if you don't have a real connection and you sleep with him on the first date, then he's not going to talk to you again. But that's because you didn't have a real connection anyway, right? It depends. I mean, I think that's, I think you're putting too much pressure on the girl. Honestly, guys are animalistic. Like you said, I think it's just like, <laughs> uh, okay. So it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. What I like to do typically throws a wrench in the women's system is when it is getting to that point, I tell them that I have a rule of three dates, which is true. I usually am not pressing it. You know what I mean? They're like, nah, I usually wait. You say that and then what do they say? So usually it'll escalate and then I'll be, I'll be like, no, no, no. I wait till the third date. And then they freak out because nobody says that. And then, like you said, the you... chemistry is still there. And then I'm like, all right, I'll break my rule. It's not a hard rule to break, but it goes the extra mile. And then if not, it's like, oh, we'll wait three dates. It's not the end of the world. And typically by that third date, it's either the person was worth it or it's like they're too caught Fuck up in it. their own shit. Do you care about a number? No, I've never, I've never had that conversation. I don't think the conversation is necessary. It's really not. I mean, I think I could size up a person by the and way they like figure out carry themselves. Really, yeah, I don't think it matters. Okay, guys, after you hook up with someone, finally or just first time, whatever it is, do you guys like text in the group chat after? Just fucked so and so. Um, or just hooked up with or finally did this or whatever what's the deal what do you guys actually tell their friends about their sex life oh well those are two different questions okay okay so answer both say, okay. first one yeah answer both i wouldn't say it's a group chat thing um at least my personal experience i'll just tell like a close friend. you're close yeah. yeah i'll just be like yo dude like yeah that day with clara went through took her to the empire table and she loved it I'll, it'll be usually stuff like that or or like on our podcast, I'll break down kind of what I go through. And then they just chime in with their, their two cents, which is Antics. usually pretty good. Well, it's good because they're all both in relationships. So it's always like I get the opposite view. So it's good. But for most men, I would say, oh, it goes as far as like, oh, did you guys like have sex? Or, or you know, you, did you get something? And they're like. But do you share stuff about your sex life? Like in general? Like if you're seeing a girl for a while? Be honest. Don't smile and look away. <laughs> <laughs> Tell about to my friend? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Like how, like. Well, it depends. What are we doing? If it's monumental sexual things, if we're breaking like... If records, it's just really great. Yeah, I'm very bad. And like you did something different, then you let them know. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. What about with if you get pictures telling people you got them? Oh, no. Why would I mention that to anybody? <laughs> one, of, one of my exes literally said that his friend sent him the girl's nude that he's with right now. And that's why he had a girl's nude on his phone. I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. That's disgusting either way. All right, back up. It's, I've been on the receiving end. I remember one time in high school, we were in a group chat and this girl's nudes were flying around school. She did something crazy where we she- We were in college. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it got on my phone on BBM before I realized everything got uploaded. BBM. And, she, and my girlfriend at the time just like swiped. Her. I was trying to show her a photo of something and yeah. I was swiping and then I just saw the picture and I just kept going like it didn't exist. I was that's just so like, bad. She's like, what the fuck is that? Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> they sent it in the chat, I swear. Uh, but no, yeah, yeah. I would say no for the most part on that. Do you think nice guys finish last? I know you kind of just went through like how you had a fuck it moment with that girl, but do you still 
do you think nice guys finish last in general? Like, are you still going to be a nice guy or what? Well, this we could talk about because this is what I've been thinking about for the past two years. Um, yeah, nice guys they do finish last. And I don't think it's – there's a no, difference. No, no, no. There's a difference between a nice guy and a good guy. Oh, the, tell me. What's the difference? A, a nice guy's fake no. and a good guy's an actual good guy? I don't know. <laughs> I would say nice is nice is nothing to strive for. Nice doesn't really do anything. It's, like, it's right. If you're a nice guy, you're just just there. be overall good. Well, no, to be a good person, you need to have the capability of doing bad things, but then not, right? AKA any dangerous guy, any girl's ever fallen in love with, who's nice to her. It's like, well, like I could change. He's a good life. guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's another question. Do you think that for every guy, there's a girl that'll make him change? Probably only if the guy wants to change. Broad scope of nice guys. Like, how, do you know a lot of nice guys? Yeah, yeah. I know a few. A few that like, they check all the boxes, but they're not doing it for you. Oh, uh-huh. So what's that X factor? What can't you put like a name to? It's not, it's not this. It's because not they don't challenge you. I need right. someone who challenges me. Yeah. yeah. So a nice guy, this was going on with my buddies. We were talking about this and kind of how he's met this new girl and the things he's been doing different and mm -hmm. how he's noticed like night and day. He goes, in the past when I would see a girl like, and I didn't care about her, I would just talk to her like a normal person. Yeah. When I see this girl I care about, I'm always trying to show that I care, which is, oh, those things look nice. So this is Too nice. much sometimes. Yeah. You, you, you're frozen because you don't know what to do besides be nice. Where And it's all because you're scared of losing her, I guess. Losing you're them. Scared of pushing her away. You're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to tell her those that things. That comes with trying things. too hard. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's, it's super easy to try too hard. And most nice guys, I mean, my mom used to tell all the time, like, you be a nice boy, be a good nice boy, right? How many guys are like, oh, this, I checking all the boxes, I'm doing all the stuff, and nothing's happened. It's there's like something else. Yeah, you have to have some sort of challenge. What is, why is it a challenge? Not a challenge of winning someone over, but like challenging you as in not just like agreeing with everything I say and not yeah. just being exactly what you think that you should be. Like be yourself mm -hmm. and we're going to have different conversations and it's going to be a challenge to figure each other out. Like if it's too easy to know everything about you and you're putting everything on the table right away. It just kind of seems disingenuous because also then I'm like, if you're letting it all out after two dates with me, do you do this with everyone? Like, are you just looking for a girlfriend? Not necessarily me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like why, I mean, classic case in point, why girls are like attracted to the douchebags because off the rip, they're not trying to impress you. They're more just kind of like you were saying, being challengeable. There. Yeah, but I've honestly, I don't think I've ever been attracted to a douchebag. Well, I mean, I use that term loosely. Yeah, it's a different kind of challenge. It's like more more of an intense challenge for the douchebag. But I just think if guys are just too easy with things and it's like, do you even like me? Or are you just like that desperate for a girlfriend? You could like me and be like excited once you see that we're both gazing into each other's eyes and like we're on the same page, go for it and say what you want to say. But you can't just like say it randomly and be like, yeah, I think I'm falling for you. And it's like, what? Do you know me? I don't know. See, that's fair. I guess that's the other side of the coin. But yeah, I don't know. It's like, do you think, do you think that love at first sight, classic rom-com trope, is that possible? I haven't had it, but I'm not saying it's not possible. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Um, actions speak louder than words. So I think that's 100% fact, correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 20% of the people that voted on my fucking poll said not true. Sometimes it's not true. What the fuck time is it not true that if someone those, says- Those people are going to have a 
rough relationship rocks down the road. Are you kidding me? Dude, I know. Get the fuck out of here. That's what I think. I'm like, literally, if they're saying all the right things and not acting like the right thing, then they're not the right thing. Like they're just lying. Everyone can say whatever they want to say. You can make things up. People are actors. People are just liars. Like whatever. Yeah. I could, I'm pretty sure if I got my tongue cut out, you could still figure out that I love you. You know what I mean? Like in that scenario, I, yeah. I, there's nothing worse than somebody just telling you things and then nothing happens. Who wants to be like, baby? No, you're the only one. Trust me. I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to do it all. And you're like, that sounds great. And then they're still asleep on the couch the next day. They just do nothing. 70% of people said that. Where did it go? 80% said that they believe that actions speak louder than words. And 20% said no. Yeah, that 20% needs to wake up. It's insane. You'll find someone when you stop looking. How do you Uh, feel about that? Because I fucking hate it. Because I'm never looking. I would agree. Is being on a dating app looking? Because I'm not really looking. I'm just like bored. (laughs) Yeah, well, no, I think that's it. Do you have to delete all dating apps in order to find love? Like, <laughs> no, I think it's just one of those things where, like, when you, when it's all aligned, like, the outside world, the inside world, so like everything going on in your head, your body. When when you finally are not, you never had that. Like, when you're not thinking about something and it just clicks. Like, I've had that so many times, so many different things. Like growing up, like playing music or sports or even school. It's it's almost like grabbing sand. Like the more you try, the more it goes through your hands. It's like when you just yeah. like get in that flow state. I'm a big fan of flow state, like just going with the flow, like catching up to your capacity type of thing. Just really going with the universe, as hippie as that sounds. I think that's that's when it all clicks because that's what I've noticed. Yeah, I feel like I guess I've recently started feeling like I'm just in my own thing and I'm happy. So maybe it hasn't happened yet. (laughs) I just hate when people say that, like, well, you're looking. It's going to happen when you least expect it. And I'm like, shut up, Karen. I, yeah, but it's kind of true, though, because don't you think by looking, you're kind of... Uh... But am I looking just because I'm, like, dating? No, I think, like, looking is, like, really looking. Like, when looking, yeah, I would say, really is every looking. guy you meet, you're putting all the hopes of your future husband in. Kind of like... Yeah, but I'm clearly not doing that. No, I'm just saying, I think that's song. when you're like, oh, he could be the one. Yeah. He, he does that, he does Oh, that. maybe he's this, yeah. yeah that's that's looking. I, I think when you're like, yeah, we're just, we met, it's cool. Yeah, I'll see what happens. I'm not that into it. I think that's just letting in the letting uh, letting life come to you, probably. Do you think that whoever cares less wins? Do you think that someone's always gonna care a little bit less? Yeah, please elaborate what that means. Because I did see this on the So like a lot of mothers tell their daughters, not mine has never said this, but I've heard it a million times that mothers tell their daughters or sons, I guess, that you should marry someone who cares a little bit more about you. Cause then like they'll never cheat on you or something. <laughs> this is this is what moms are passing down to their daughters. I've heard it like multiple times. So so the the grand old wisdom is to settle for a man so that they don't leave you. Yeah, I don't agree with this. I wanted to know your perspective. Cause a lot of the times it is people who say that you should find a guy that you're a little bit out of his league or something. And then like, he'll never leave you. And I think that's absolute bullshit. Number one. And I also think it's going to make you miserable. And I also think you should just find someone who it's equal with. There's going to be an ebb and flow throughout life, no matter what, but like you need to care equally about each other if it's going to work. Yeah. I would say if we're, you're breaking this down into kind of levels, you have somebody who's not on your level and let's say you're above them. You're always just going to get pleased, which just inevitably turn, not pleased, but hear me out. No, I know what you mean. It would turn into the nice guy scenario that you know you don't like. And you're bored. You're bored. You're not being challenged. They're always trying to do everything for you because they're scared of losing you. So yeah. if, if in that scenario, that's, it may Daunting. sound great to have somebody 
you know, picking up after you and doing all your shit and whatever and supporting you and doing all this stuff. But if you, it also, in my mind, when you frame it like that, it's like, does the person settling really give a shit? Do they care? Probably not. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that either. It's like, I would ideally the same. I think that's a problem with people just settling because they're worried about not finding someone. But there's also, you want to talk about a game, it's like, what's settling and what's having unrealistic expectations? I don't think that you should have doubts about someone what do you mean like it's natural to have doubts like eventually down the line like did i make the right choice maybe but in the beginning if you have doubts like you're so excited and you're in the moment with someone new what are your doubts if you're already doubting it it's only going to get worse are you you doubting just the the longevity of the relationship if he's the right person if you guys Mm -hmm. mesh well yeah and then that's where it also goes into the one of the other ones that people said is love should be easy Love should be easy in the beginning, but it's never going to remain easy. It's always going to be work. I wrote a quote about love, like always being work, no matter what, even if you're perfect for each other, there's going to be things that come up in each of your lives individually or together that you're going to have to work at. I would say similar, maybe a little twist. Um, I think love should be fun and not necessarily easy because I'm sure you've played sports or something in the past or have done something in some capacity where it was really difficult, but you like enjoyed it. Because I don't want to use yeah. the club. Like you were there today, probably because it was hard. Because you knew the end game was worth it. Yeah. Like practice was hard, but the recital for me, like, <laughs> was going to be worth it. Yeah, yeah. Because if you say it's easy, it's like, love should be easy. It's like, as soon as it's easy, man, you're going to get bored of it. And you're going to yes. move on and you're going to do other stuff. And it's also in the beginning, if I want to go on like a date and I want to pull out all the stops and mm-hmm. deter another woman from liking me, I'm going to do that. And it's not easy, but it's like, oh, it's like, oh, let me call, make this reservation. Let me go see the times that this is open. It's all work. It's something I wouldn't do all the time, but it's like, in my mind, it's a game. It's like, oh, this is fun. This is going to kill it. She's going to, you know. The reward is going to be good. Yeah. Like, who does this? I do. Happiness, enjoyment, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I could see that, that feeling right there. I could see fading over time when you're five years in, six years in. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. (laughs) It's like. That's the thing. Like neither of us have been, I've never been past three and a half year relationship. So like, we've never hit that long of a time. So I can't even imagine being married. Like that's your life forever. So obviously it's bound to get stale, but you have to come up with ways and constantly communicate and be on the same page Mm -hmm. to make sure that you're doing things for each other that make it exciting still. Yeah. Why do you think it breaks down is my question. Cause I know so many people who like, they just don't have sense. kids, hundred percent kids. Yeah, I feel like I would make that. But also you get like, I feel like sometimes it's because of settling. Sometimes it's because of resentment. Sometimes it's, it's so many different things, but that's why you can't settle because if there's any doubt in the beginning, it's only going to grow bigger as more things get added to your life. I guess. Yeah. But I guess it just goes back to what are you doubting? Cause I guess it's either there's always going to be doubt or you're in the relationship with the wrong person. I don't think there's always going to be doubt. I don't know. I'm so hopeless romantic, but I'm single, so I don't fucking know. It seems like, I would imagine that's a bit naive to think that. Because in my mind, I feel like the true test of love would be like a true test to really know is if you guys are in love and then something happens, good, bad, whatever, and you figure it out after. Like that would be, but now here's the thing. I feel like if once you go through that, like, I don't want to say cheating or something, but something along those lines or infidelity later in the years, right? I don't know in my mind right now, like if that scenario unfolds, if it would be better to fix it and move on and get over it or throw it all away. You tell me you cheated on me. I'm most likely out. Well, that's the thing. It's like you said, I love this person unconditionally. Yeah, I would do anything for them. Yeah. And then like, are you saying that if you cheat and then you realize, holy shit, I don't want to lose her. She's the one I should have never done that. Let's let me tell her and then we'll 
I'll work it out. Is that what you're saying? No, I think I gave a bad example. <laughs> I think I'm, I think so. Yeah, I don't mean like cheat and then that's how you find out if you're in love. I mean, the strength of a relationship is not through the good times, it's through the bad times. So I guess of course, the, yeah. Good, the true test would be a bad time. And that's the first one that came to my mind. So that's probably not the best. But. No, yeah, I know what you mean. So obviously there's going to be times where you're struggling in the relationship, but I just think, I guess more so in the beginning, I don't think that there should be doubt. Like you should have a honeymoon phase that's pretty lengthy that you have no doubt. And then once you get to the routineness of a relationship, then maybe if it happens, then you figure it out. But I don't know. I just think if it's in the beginning, it's only going to get worse. So you have to make it a certain amount without that. Well, I think that's fair. Yeah. If it's in the beginning, I mean, red flags are red flags for a reason, right? Yeah, that's true. Do you have deal breakers? Hmm, for women? For like people you date, is there any deal breaker? Too much makeup, can't do it. No shot. I That's can tell good. you're covering your face. It's so apparent. It's yeah. the worst. I hate it. Um, long nails. Oh, long nails? A, claw, a talon hanging off of your hand. Uh, it's just going to, one, drive me crazy because you're just going to be tapping the table with it. Two, it's like you can't grab anything if we're in trouble. <laughs> it's like I'm <laughs> expecting a full partnership here. We're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to be able to fight your way through this life. Yeah, yeah. I want someone. Like I said, I want someone in my corner. Go to bat with me. Can't do that with fucking uh, like a mani pedi on. Yeah, you don't like high maintenance girls. Don't get me wrong. I like uh, what's the meme? A girl that could do both or whatever. Get you a girl that could do both. I know like, exactly looking, what you mean. You know what I mean, a strong woman who could like do both. Pull it off. Honestly, I think one of the biggest turns on turn ons is like uh, nurses or doctors or anything in that healthcare. Yeah. To the races, I'm in scrubs. I'm in. I got. Is that your biggest turn on? Uh it's not my biggest, but it's definitely something I'm looking for. What's in your for. biggest turn on? A uh, girl who like takes control. For instance, I, I met a, a girl once we were talking in a bar and within a brief couple minutes, she grabs my hand and pulls me towards the bar. She said, we're getting a drink. Uh, yeah, I'm in. Like, this is so fucking hot. No girl does that. Every girl like twiddles her thumbs waiting for the guy to do something. It's like, I'm so in at that point. Yeah. Okay. Confidence. What about, um, wait, wait, wait. Time out. What, what about like, where's the opposite? What's, what's the... What's mine? Yeah. Mine is definitely confidence, I think. Mm. And hmm, yeah, I think com just confidence in general, whether it's like just grabbing me and kissing me on a first date if it's going well, or mm -hmm. just saying, like being on honest about how they feel. The biggest turn off is cockiness. So very fine line. Ooh, very fine. Cocky is like, you think you're the shit and you don't even want my input confidence is you're putting it out there but you hope that i receive it you know yeah right well i think like i think everything that we've been talking about it's like yin and yang. it's such a fine line no there's got to be like both elements is what i'm thinking of yeah you need both you can't just be the nice guy and can't just be the dickhead you gotta be somewhere in the middle mm -hmm. and it's like the people who that can balance true. those right they got the world at their fingers it's the same thing very true the last one is what do you think a mistake a lot of girls make in dating is so like something that happens that you're like, why do girls do that? Uh, I would say it almost feels like sometimes for a guy, conversations can feel one-sided. How many times do you get this where guys just ask you questions? <laughs> no, but I, I just told you that's what I feel like I do. And that's why I think it's funny because we're both having these, like, we're like. I, I think mean, it's just because we're genuine people and there's not that many out there. <laughs> yes, I don't know. I would say most guys, they get scared like how to talk to women or what to say to women a lot of guys don't know what really yeah. how to talk to women. i agree because we're always on our phone yeah it's just tough to break through the facade i think for men where mm -hmm. it's probably similar for women like you got to get through whatever bullshit detector you have up to keep all the other 
Tinder messages or whatever you said before that keep coming up. Because I feel like guys just throw shit at the wall until something sticks for majority like spaghetti. Cases, right? Like I, I've met a lot of girls who just go on and on and on and on and on about stuff. Yeah. And I continue to Same ask questions guys. just to keep the silence going. But there, exactly. there's no initiative on the other side. And I'm talking initiative on the bullshit. Like they they won't be like, so how's your job? They're like, so like, do you like your job? Like that question will turn you on. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you talk all about this, blah, blah, blah. They just don't, they don't dig really. They don't care. Yeah, they're so superficial. You just got to dig, I feel like. And I feel. Yeah, it just sucks. Most women in my experience don't dig as much as men. And maybe, maybe that's just my perspective as a man. Because I feel like you're saying the same thing. Yeah. Do you think that guys wait for a sign to know a girl is interested in them? Or do you think... Oh, 100%. If you're interested, why not just shoot your shot? I hate that. Because what do you want a girl to do? Be like, <laughs> rub up on you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like how you wouldn't know how to approach a guy that you like, <laughs> except without doing the little hints. It's the same thing. Guys have no... no but it's such a mountain to climb to approach that girl. First off, have you ever been shot down before? That's a real question. Yes, I have. Like brutal. Like at a bar, yeah. What do you do? What do the guy do? I go to a guy at the bar, show that I'm interested. How do you do that? Hi. I don't know if I'm just like hi or like uh-huh. say what are you getting or did you talk to her yet? I don't know what I say. It's been fucking three years since I've been out. It feels like, um, and then he kind of just like looks at me and just like looks away, and I'm like fuck, sick. Yeah. I don't think i think guys just need to shoot their shot the worst that's going to happen is it's not going to happen there is a fear of rejection that most men have to get over and it's still like a thing especially like i've gotten shot down a hundred times like because i, I don't yeah, I, I, it really normal. hasn't slowed me down but still every time i go up to people like it's in the back of my head like i've had some bad rejection i feel like you go up to a lot of people though like you're so like just out there you just well, yeah. go up to anyone i just let it roll up my back well that's the thing if you so you can swing it in your favor if like, I remember I've approached girls in the past and it hasn't, like, gone great whenever I said, I'm just like, yeesh, what's her problem? And I'll just walk away and, like, go have fun. And then yeah. sooner or later we start talking again. Oh, were you that guy that approached blah, blah, blah? It's like, yeah, what, what was her deal? And then it's like, that's that's fine. But it's like, there are plenty of times where I've gotten, uh, like, shot down. <laughs> and just like, yeah. ooh, that's a, that's a, I'm going to take, take the night off. I'm going to get out of here. So I could see a lot that paralyzing a lot of guys, especially because I'm, decently outgoing it's like there's plenty of guys who are i mean a couple of those they're just all right i'm not gonna do it yeah a lot of people just don't do it i said in the last episode that like i feel like guys only hit on me when they're drunk and i'm just like i don't want to talk to you now that you're like falling what's the best way that you've had a shot shot on you i guess this is a good way just come up to me and say a joke i don't know that's it a joke me and my ex started dating because there was a couple like insanely making out in the middle of the bar and it wasn't that dark and it was just strange and he comes over to me and he's just like do you fucking see this like whatever and then we just started talking and laughing and that was it and then we started dating so all you gotta do is say something i don't know i would still say it's tougher i think you you're a little numb to the monstrosity that it is talking to a girl that you don't know in a group of friends i mean yeah i just think it doesn't happen that often so i don't know my last questions for every episode. What do you wish people were more honest about? Um, not knowing. About not actually knowing what they're doing? Yeah. I'm, or how they a, feel? I have a hypothesis that a lot of people don't know what they're doing. And it frustrates me. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't know what they're doing with their life. A lot, a lot of people are betting, like at our age, like I know a lot of people are trying to crush it at a certain career or, or, or 
pursue a certain goal and then they have like all their eggs in a basket and like oh, yeah. should, I, should i be putting all mine in a basket type of thing it's so hard to know anything like that yeah everything's really grain of salt but i wish more people were open to talking about it and not being like no nah, no i know what i'm doing yeah when was the last time that you felt the sunday scaries and how do you overcome them yeah i meant to talk to you about this please define what sunday scaries are and can you <laughs> you allude to why everyone's scared on sunday it's a day off it's kind of like the Sunday scaries is the impending doom of the week ahead. Who's got a Sunday doom? night, Monday's coming, I hate my job, or I wanted to keep feeling like I had no responsibilities or whatever. It's just like Sunday scaries, like stressing out about the week. You don't have Sunday scaries? Not really, no. I, I was not a very anxious guy. Started getting it recently about some things, but it's never like Sunday, oh no. It's just... Yeah, that's good. I don't know. I think people who have that all worked up have some other issues that could probably help aid in their Sunday scaries that probably need more. I heard this one quote. It was every night's Friday night and every Monday, every morning's Monday morning. It's like you live like that, you're good to go. Is that how you live? I try to. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, you seem like a pretty happy guy in general. I mean, there's really no other way of doing it. Okay, if you can do anything right now, what would it be? Uh, I've been eating all day. I might go get some food. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Why haven't you eaten all day? Anything right now, first thing that pops into my head, scuba diving. I want to go scuba diving real bad. Okay, interesting. I want to be Flex, out of the okay. <laughs> on vacation, scuba diving, somewhere crystal blue. Somewhere tropical? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and this is the last question, and then I will let you go eat. What is one thing that you're working on and one thing that you love about yourself? One thing I'm, I'm working on a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been stuck inside for quarantine for quite some time and it's been a lot of self-reflection. So I've been doing more stuff for my personal life, I guess. So it's like, that's the one thing, just accountability in general. And then, um, yeah, this kind of goes to what you were saying is aligning what I'm saying with what I'm doing. I've noticed a lot that those are disaligned and I say a lot of things that I don't end up doing and vice versa. I do a lot of things I don't say. So yeah. And then, uh, what was the one thing I'm, I'm good, grateful for? Good. That you love about yourself. Just like that fun. And I usually find the upside to a lot of bad situations. So. Positive person. Yeah. I like yeah. that about you. That's a good thing. I feel like it doesn't matter what I get thrown into, I'll usually be all right. It's a pretty nice way to live. Yes. Yeah, one thing I get going for me. <laughs> <laughs> you have things going for you. Um, do you, are you going to start up your podcast again? Do you want people to follow you somewhere or do you want yeah, to Yeah, I was going to use this, uh, platform oh, to starting ah. it again well so here's the thing it was never stopped there was a you told pandemic. me it was stopped well we had a global pandemic and then one of our friends moved to philadelphia put a little oh, okay. on it. but we are up and running uh, at least with all our tech so cool if, if you um yeah if you want to hear some more stuff about um guys in their mid-20s and specifically three gentlemen just trying to uh, stay afloat uh texting chicks action flicks is uh, available on itunes and spotify and uh, nice. there we'll go into way more detail about my love life and fiascos. Uh, <laughs> we have like the whole Clara thing documented right when it happened. Uh, we have a live breakup when I got broken. <laughs> Wait, that's really cool to do it real time. Yeah. So uh, everything changes so much. Oh right? man. Yeah. You can tell by the third recap, they all hated her. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. Cool. So texting Check us out. action, action flicks. <laughs> I just butchered that. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope you all have a great week ahead and remember to rate, comment, or review Swiping Sunday so that I can make sure next episode is even better. Bye guys.